Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to continue on with our wide receiver ranks. On last episode, we did our top 20. Today we're going to do 21 through 40. Actually, it's going to be 21 through 41. We had a tie at number 40, so we got to go one deeper than that. We'll go through all those just a second, but make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram. We're Fantasy Football Profit on there. Go check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. If you want to get into our listener leagues, this is the last week really to sign up for them. So you go leave us a five star review on iTunes. Let us know you did. Send us the review. Tell us, you know, where you did it, what name you used, all that good stuff. You can be in one of our listener leagues with a chance to win our championship belt that was provided by Pro-Am Belts. Make sure you go check them out at proambelts.com as well. If you want to see the belt, go to our Instagram page. we got a couple pictures of it up there. So those drafts will be happening now. The August 12th draft is all filled up. So the August 19th, it'll be Sunday, August 19th, are when these next drafts are available. So make sure you guys get the reviews in if you want a chance to win the belt. But let's just jump into it again, Jeff. Number 21, go right into the show. It's going to be Allen Robinson. We have a little bit of a difference here. He's my 16th, your 23rd. I know I can see some of the hesitation, too, coming off an injury. We don't really know what the offense is going to look like. But I feel pretty confident in it, and I think Chicago's going to have a little bit of a jump, and I think Allen Robinson's going to be solid. It's not like I'm too crazy off. 16th is still a mid-wide receiver, too, but I like the potential there. I think you, you I mean you're going to agree there's some potential there. It's just you're more hesitant than I am. Yeah, 100%. The guy, the guy's a very good wide receiver. He's got all the skills and attributes you could possibly want off a wide receiver one. I was actually kind of surprised when the Jaguars let him go. But uh, you hit it right on the, the nail right on the head. Uh, he is coming off a major injury. I haven't actually seen him, uh, you know, full speed yet. And he is going to a, uh, an offense that is going to be led by a, you know, his first official, like, full year, Trubisky who I know a lot of people love, <laughs> shout out to Chicago. But, um, you know, it's just, it, it's enough where it puts a lot of uh, doubt and fear in my head, um, especially when you're, you kind of look at their, their weapons and you know that right away Allen Robinson is going to draw the most attention. And if I was everyone else, I would say, all right, Taylor Gabriel and, and uh, you know, wh- the rookie, I can't even think of his name at the moment, but, uh, <laughs> Anthony Miller, thank you. Anthony Miller, like, you know, those guys go out and beat us. Like, we're going to double Allen Robinson. So I, I think that there's a lot to kind of wait around and see how things shake out. And that's why he does drop. But, I mean, the guy is really, really good. I just uh, – I don't like his situation there as much as the other people. Yeah, that's – I get that. I mean, the 16th is the high. I mean, that's right there bordering on a little bit higher than I maybe want to go. I can see him – in my next update, it wouldn't surprise me if Brandon Cooks jumped up ahead of him if we hear any good more news. I mean, that's for me. You're already, Brandon Cooks is already well ahead for you. So there's a couple guys. There's a couple guys we could switch, you know, there. And he really, he jumped to this spot probably. One of the reasons, too, is Doug Baldwin dropped below him with the injury. So there's a couple guys. He could drop a little lower. But I think you're getting him at pretty good value, you know, the potential there is ranked 18th right now. Consensus getting drafted at 19th. That's pretty solid value. You're not really overpaying for him in drafts too much. So 
if if Trubisky does step up, which I mean, yeah, that who knows? We'll see if that happens or not. But it, it could be pretty solid value for Allen Robinson. Number 22, it's going to be Demarius Thomas. He's uh, my 23rd ranked, your 21st ranked. Should just be a solid player. He's a better quarterback this year. But you would be surprised to know we're actually a little low on him. It looks like consensus-wise he's 19th, but there's a lot of people that rank him much higher than that. As high as 7th on one board, 11th, 12th, 13th. I don't really see that happening. But I still think he's a solid back-end two, but... Yeah, I I don't, but this, at the same time, you t- I mean, you take it with a grain of salt because 2012 to 2014, he was absolutely dominant. He finished fifth, first, and second, and uh, but you had Peyton Manning there. I mean, like, you had a very good – and then as soon as they left or uh, any quarterback with any sort of potential left, um, you know, 2015, 13th, still pretty good, and then the last two years when they had no help whatsoever, 20th and 23rd. So the guy's – still good but he is getting up there he's going to be 31 this year um but i love case keenum compared to what they had i i can't get behind seventh but i i could i could understand if people think that he's going to make a comeback and would be in that you know that that borderline wide top, top end wide receiver two range um i i can actually i could buy into that i haven't yet but i can understand the thinking it's not as crazy as people might might think when they hear seventh right away yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not terribly crazy. I'm just, yeah. I think the age has the age does factor into me. How much more can he can he really jump up? It doesn't mean he can't be a good receiver. He's going to be a good receiver. It's just I don't know if he has that potential anymore. But it would be very. If you say if he's your if he's your third, you're you're going to feel really good about it. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's where I'm at too. I think a lot of that's why a lot of drafts. I think he will get drafted before I'm willing to take him. And I, I think I'm just okay with that. And that, that's where you have to be is either you're going to maybe draft him a few spots higher than you should, or you're going to miss out. And I'd, I'd rather just, uh, you know, just let him go to someone else. And I'm sure he'll have a, a fine season, um, but I'll let someone else take the, take the risk a little earlier. All right, number 23, it's going to be Jarvis Landry. He's your 24th, my 25th. He ends up 23rd consensus when we put it all together. Again, safe option. You pretty much know what you're getting with him, even with a new team, I think. You know, and I've heard, I've heard some good reports already. You hear the Tyrod to Jarvis connection is looking good, which eh, take that with a grain of salt. It's preseason camp reports. You know, you never know what to think, but it is, it is nice to hear good things. You know, it doesn't hurt. Um, so I just don't jump him higher than this either way. I can hear all the good things in the world. It's not going to change my opinion on Jarvis Landry just being, you know, back into high end number three receiver for me. And I have to actually ask you about this because Jarvis Landry was one of those uh, individuals who his stock raised a lot this uh, recent time I put this list together. And a big reason for that was the fact that once again, we're getting really weird reports about Josh Gordon. And if, if that, that hurts my, uh, you know, my, um, I don't know. It's just, that becomes a lot more shaky. He has all the talent in the world. We all know that, but we know how he might, uh, you know, kind of take himself out of football. Josh Gordon took a, a nosedive in my my rankings, um, and it could even go worse. I mean, he uh, not to spoil it, but he, he's number thirty currently. Well, and that we is, can talk about him. He's okay, he's yeah. twenty. He's twenty so, fourth on our board. He's the okay, next player. Oh, oh, even better. So, oh, so hold on. So if he's yes. thirty for me, what is it for you then? He's he's still twentieth for me. I haven't quite 
downgraded him yet because I'm not, yeah, I'm a little, it's a little worrisome. You know, he's not in camp yet, but I, I don't have reason to believe yet that it's, you know, anything other than what they're saying it is. And just, you know, making sure everything's good. It is a weird timing. If that's the case, it is. I will say that it is strange that if he's taking time away for this whole thing, the focus, you know, like on, you know, his, his recovery and all this stuff, it seems like an odd time. You know what I mean? It seems like this could have been planned better. I don't know how this was planned. So you have that slight worry, but I, it's, it's hard. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think about it. I, I didn't, I didn't really lower him. The funny thing is at one point I was low on him in a way he, he was jumping up these boards even higher. He's still ADP wise at 17th. He was going higher and higher. And I was a little low and then I just kind of kept him where he was. And I now all of a sudden have become kind of high on him. So <laughs> it's uh, my question to you. And I think this is a very good point because you kind of touched on it where Jarvis Landry, you said, you know, he might not move up the charts no matter what, because he is what he is kind of thing. You're on Cleveland. How much can you really get behind this guy? But if he is the number one and really he, he was always the number one technically, but Josh Gordon was kind of the de facto big play number true number one guy that everyone was assuming was going to emerge if josh gordon say say if you just take him out of the equation if he's not going to play if he doesn't want to play football this year what does that do for jarvis does it actually move him up or are you going to keep him at that 20 whatever you had him 25th or whatever i'd probably keep him similar maybe maybe touch up one or two but i just don't think jarvis has that in him i think he is what he is i think he's the kind of player he's going to be he's going to catch a lot of balls He's going to, but it's going to be a lot of short routes. It's going to be all that kind of thing. I, I just think that's what he, I think that's the kind of player he is. I don't necessarily think it's going to uptick terribly much because how many, how many more catches can you really get than what he was getting in Miami? So, I mean, that is a good point, but he was, I mean, in Miami, which is not a great offense either. He was catching a lot of balls, but he was also ranked, you know, number 14th. He wasn't, he wasn't a slouch by any means. So we might, I mean, I just worry that we undersell him because we don't really know. No, I mean, we, we, we might. It's very possible. And it's just because a player that has 112 catches for 987 yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, okay. I mean, he'd still be a PPR darling, but that's that's some ridiculous stuff. But, uh, but I mean, he, that was last year. I mean, the year before he did have – that was 8.8 yards per catch. The year before he was 12.1. He can He can catch a little more. He had 94 for 1,100. That's possible too. He can do that. So yeah, we we could be slightly low on Jarvis because he's a slightly eh, boring player. I don't want to say that feels a little harsh, actually, even. But yeah, he's kind of boring in a way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah he's not a last not year. A he big, was boring. Okay, he was yeah. boring last year. I'll say that <laughs> in that yeah, offense, he definitely was. I mean, that off once again, you had Jay Cutler thrown to you. <laughs> not nothing against Jay Cutler. He came in at the last second, did fine. But it is kind of his game, right? He's not. He's not a a big. A big play, red zone, touchdown, kind of, you know, splash headlines type of guy. He is a, a wonderful possession wide receiver to have. That, by the way, just to throw some rankings, the last three years, 15th, 18th, 14th, as far as wide receivers go. So he's always incredibly useful to have. Um, once again, PPR is a whole different story. He's just one of those guys that is just way different when, when you have those points on and he shoots up the boards a, a ton. But, um, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I, I understand holding back because I have two, obviously. I didn't I didn't rank him in the teens. Um, and, you know, I, I think that Tyrod and him will be good together. I, I think that's kind of a match made in heaven. But once again, I I love Tyrod uh, in this situation, but I do always worry that 
that Baker will come in and play. Uh, and then, and then I just don't know. Um, so I don't know there. I, I feel like you could really spin Jarvis Landry any way you want in order to make, uh, his situation fit your view. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that too much. So I'm, I'm trying to be as level head as I can about it. I was say PPR, he moves up our boards. Obviously we're talking standard right now. So he's next guy on our list. Number 25, Corey Davis, my 24th year, 26th. I think we both love Corey Davis. We're obviously ranking him this high, and he hasn't quite really done it in the NFL. But we, I love the talent. The little bit we did see, he looked like he looks the part. So I think that's why we're going to see more from him. I guess there is a slight worry about his quarterback and how good Mariota can be. That's maybe the hesitation, but he he looked good in flashes last year, and I think he's going to show that more and more this year. And you could be getting a potential top 10 receiver, honestly, at this level. I really think he, he has that potential in him for sure. So I love Corey Davis and he, yeah, but the, I wish you could get him lower than this, but I, I mean, I do too. I mean, you definitely come with a little bit of risk. Uh, I, you know, you're absolutely, once again, you're right. We, we don't know what he could really be because he, we didn't get to see quite enough of him. And I'm not a huge Mariota guy anymore. Um, you know, I, I think he, he's had his chance to shine and he just, he hasn't taken that step. Um, but what saves him on this team is the fact that they do have a really good run game. So that should open it up. And Corey Davis is going to be the number one wide receiver without a doubt. Uh, there's no one even close to him. So I, he will definitely get, um, his chance to, to show what he can do and, and get the targets. And I think if Mariota is somewhat accurate, I think that you will get your return on investment, Corey Davis, around twenty. What you twenty four and twenty six? What you know? So around twenty five, uh, you'll definitely get a return on investment, and you might even get more. So I I do like this pick, even though he seems like a question mark right now. But I think he's kind of relatively safe here in a weird way. <laughs> How about we move on to number twenty six? It's Michael Crabtree, my twenty sixth player. Your twenty fifth, and I mean, not terribly excited about it. It's the Ravens, but he is, as of today, the Ravens' number one receiver. There's the Des Bryant rumors. By the time this comes out, we're recording this a couple days early. Des, maybe he signed with the Ravens. Maybe he didn't sign with anybody. But Crabtree could take a slight hit, but I think he's going to be a solid receiver. He's just, I don't I don't love the offense, so I don't really trust him to do that. Well, even if for something, some crazy thing, if Joe Flacco lost his job to Lamar Jackson, which I don't see happening. But even if that happened, that doesn't help Michael Crabtree in my mind at all. He's going to be better with Flacco. But not not terribly excited, but he's not a bad option for your number three receiver. I would say that. That's a pretty solid number three. Yeah, I think it'd be solid. Being the number one in Baltimore, once again, number one, that's good. Baltimore, that's bad. But I do think that <laughs> I do think that uh, Crabtree is kind of built for Flacco. Uh, I, I think that once again he's going to need that that really easy go to possession wide receiver. So I, I don't think he'll get a, a ton of flash, but I think he will he will quietly amass um, his kind of his kind of usual amount of yards and touchdowns. Uh, and at the end of the year, I, I do think that he'll be kind of uh, a quietly good player uh, once again. And I feel like he's always overshadowed by someone on his team. So I don't think any of that is going to change, even if Des Bryant comes along. Um, I, I think this guy could be uh, uh, a very good wide receiver three for you, and who knows, maybe you'll get a little lucky and he'll he'll uh, you know outrun outrun the wide receiver three numbers even. It's possible, but 
Nothing yeah, I'm going to count I on. Just, no, I just <laughs> I just really dislike Baltimore's offense so much, so I, yep. you know, I have a hard time seeing too much more out of them. All right, number 27. We ranked both We both ranked him number 27. It's Golden Tate. We talked a little bit about Golden Tate on the last episode when we talked about Marvin Jones. Golden Tate, Tate's going to be very, he's going to be a very solid player. Very good. At PPR is even better. It's just, I don't, I, I guess I don't think he's, he's going to catch 90 balls for about a thousand yards. And that's, that's really good. That's a really solid number. So if he's your number three receiver, that's a great number three receiver. I just don't think he has more than that in him. So that's why and the touchdowns are never, they've never really been there for him. And I don't think that's going to change. It's four five or six typically. And that's probably not going to change. So because of that, and the fact that the yardage is only going to be around a thousand, he kind of has that. The ceiling's not terribly high for him, but he also has a very high floor. He's just kind of in that range. That's where he's going to be. But that's it's a good player to have as your number three. But he's always going to be ranked, you know, probably fifteenth at best, and you know, could all fifteen to thirtieth. That's where he's always yeah. going to be. Yeah, and the reason, and I think Golden, once again, I feel like I always have to like just say, oh yeah, I think they're good, but I, I do think he's a once again he's a possession guy. But what I don't like about Golden Tate right now, and why we have him a little later than uh, than most people do, is I do think that he's a, a safe guy to have. But at the same time, um, you know, you, you look at where he's going right now. Uh, you actually, Craig, could you look up his ADP real quick? I know that on the um, e- experts list, he's going twenty two, um, and I okay, so twenty three. And if you look at uh, how he's actually done in the past, if you take him at the 23 spot, he is only out of his how many years of his career, like eight, he's only beaten the 23 uh, rank twice. Last year, which was 19, and then he had a kind of a, uh, a really good year, 2014, where he had 13, where Detroit was just throwing, you know, everything possible. Um, so I, the thing I don't like about him is I, I'm, I think you – you might not get your what you're going for. I, I think if you're picking him, you have to pick him knowing you're taking a, a safe player and it has to fit with with the type of team that you're trying to get at that point. Uh, so I think he's kind of a, a positional guy. and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you got to be very strategic when you take Golden Tate. I think he's valuable to have, but I also think that you, you know, I think there's other people that you could, you know, they might not, they might not get you the the points he does at the end of the year, but you have a more possibility of getting a, uh, a true number two or even maybe a number one or something like that. Take a little risk. All right, number twenty eight. We both ranked him number twenty eight. It's Sammy Watkins, which if you look at his numbers last year, this is way too high probably. But this is completely. We know that Sammy Watkins is extremely talented wide receiver, and maybe this is the year he gets to show that all off. But it, I'm. There's no guarantee about that at all. Last year, 39 catches for 593 yards with the Rams. And we did have eight touchdowns, which is solid. But then, you know, we look through back these four years of for Sammy Watkins, and even his best year was 60 catches for 1,000 yards. So I don't know. At some point, maybe we have to give up. I have to give up, too, and say he's not, <laughs> you know, maybe it's not going to happen. I still think it can. He's only He just turned 25. Still a young guy. It's just, it's disappointing that it hasn't happened yet, but I don't think you're risking much getting him at this level. And we're actually, yeah, we're about right. He's consensus wise 26, so he's going 29th in drafts. So it's about, we're about even with everybody. You're, you're just getting a lot of potential here with, uh, Sammy. So that's why 
I still like the pick, but I I do find myself I, I I don't think I've picked him in any league yet so far. I get scared off sometimes. I'll say that's another one of those guys I get scared off from. Yeah, uh hundred percent agree with you. There's you know what you're getting. You're 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 buying a lottery pick. That's pretty much what you, a lottery ticket. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're trying to get that huge that huge uh I don't know that huge win out of uh, taking a very risky player. I I don't I don't mind people that do it, but as long as you know that uh, <laughs> that that's exactly what it could be. It could blow up in your face, or you could possibly just get a you know everything and and more out of the guy that should have been uh, you know a top ten perennial type of wide receiver that we thought coming out of college. How about we move on to number 29? And this is where actually we get the biggest difference in our ranks out of anybody so far. Probably out of anybody until we get to number 60. And can you think, Jeff, who's a player that's higher on your list that we have not talked about? I'm trying to think who it could possibly be. Really the biggest difference? Yeah, biggest difference by far. Uh we're at 29. Man, I, you you got a guy that's ranked much higher than this that has not showed up yet. So, Oh, man, I have no idea who it could be <laughs> at the moment. Chris who Hogan. Chris Hogan. Oh, okay. I got you. I, I was looking to go the other way. I don't know why. I was like, why? Who do you have ranked way higher? Okay. Yeah, so I have Chris Hogan ranked at 22. What do you have him at? 38th. 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 My yeah. gosh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not in love with Chris Hogan. I don't know. I, I, like, yeah. I like that argument. I don't know. <laughs> you get you um, get Sam you get Sammy Watkins numbers without Sammy Watkins potential. How about that? Just I mean, ignore yeah. the fact if I'm gonna ignore how many games he played. Yeah, and I was gonna say I I get where you're you're coming from, but he's never had more than 41 catches in a year. Yeah, never had never had more than 680 yards in a season. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Okay, I, I, this is all skewed because last year he played nine games. And he, had, he was <laughs> on, he was on a much better pace than that. Yes, I get it. I just haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Is, yeah, is I, he better than is he better than Eric Decker? Well, I mean that's a good question. I from from last year, yes, but yeah, Decker was that hurt, Eric Decker. So I don't know. See, I just I'm more hesitant on Hogan, but the the tide has turned on Chris Hogan. He's definitely moved up the boards. When we first started talking wide receiver ranks. He was so far down there. He was well into the 40s, and we were both higher on him. And now he is uh, 28th consensus-wise, 30th ADP. So everyone's kind of turned the corner on him there, especially now with you know Jordan Matthews got cut, Julian Edelman suspended. They have to throw the ball to somebody. Yeah. I mean, he's, all of a sudden he's their number one with, with Brady still healthy. I mean, heaven forbid Gronk goes down or something, which does happen. I mean, I, I his his – the the uh, position that he is in is just really as good as it gets. Like he has the de facto number one. He's going to have multiple games in order to get that rapport going with Brady, and he really did look good in the games he played last year. And before that, he hasn't really missed time. That's what I like too because it could it would scare me off if he had an injury prone kind of situation. But last year was the first time he's ever really gotten hurt. And he was doing really, really well. And then on top of that, we actually saw him do really well in the playoffs. Uh, you know, so I, I do believe in the guy. I, I think that this is, you know, once again, he's, he's an older guy already, 29. He's probably going to, what, 30 at the, um, shortly into this year. But, um, he doesn't have a whole lot of work on him. It's not like his body is going to be breaking down as a wide receiver. So I, I don't know. I believe in him. I totally understand if people are a little more hesitant as Craig is. 
Um, but I, I think this guy is just a steal. And unfortunately, he, he does keep moving up, which really, really blows for me because I thought I, I could take him really late and get a number, a wide receiver too. Um, but yeah, that, that's why I like him. I, everything's trending in his direction. Number 30, it's going to be Robbie Anderson. Your 29th, my 31st. We're a little bit higher than the most. Experts rank him 34th, ADP. He's going 42nd. So we're definitely higher. There is a little slight suspension worry, I guess, from his all off-field stuff. But, I mean, I feel like that we should have heard that by now. I mean, it's not guaranteed. I mean, yes, there's still something might come from that. But even if there is, I don't know. Is it going to be more than a two-game thing, you know, from what he did? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But if it's only like a two-game thing, you're going to get a really, really great value, I believe. So there's, I mean, this, this kind of stuff, when people are hesitant about suspension, it ends up making players definitely get a little bit of better value for you. So I, I don't know from what we've seen last year, this guy, he's great. He was great. And ranking going ADP 42 as a fourth receiver. I'll take that all day. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's the big question is I, I, I think that why he's not ranked a little higher, you do worry about suspensions. You also worry about – it seems like they have a ton of wide receivers right now, uh, you know, uh, especially a Nuno coming back. You wonder if that will eat into, um, you know, his targets maybe. So there's a little bit of question mark there. But last year he was 17th overall, you know, 63 catches, 950 yards with seven touchdowns. He's going to have the same quarterback throwing to him. You know, I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of a, a tough one, I, I think. In my head, if you're going to downgrade a guy, um, he kind of, you know, he kind of fits the build being on a, a poor team that's probably going to hand the reins over to a different QB halfway through. But he was good. He was just good. So I have a hard time completely shying away from the guy when I can get such a good value out of him. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's part of it to me is the values there. He has a potential to be a really good wide receiver. So I, I like that down at this level, especially, especially over the guys next on our list. I'll say that. We got, we got a tie at 31s between Devin Funchess, who you ranked 32nd, I ranked 29th, who I had below. The only reason he's ahead, these two are ahead of Robbie. I'm going to, I'm going to switch that up on my next, my next, uh, update here because it's Pierre Garcon, your 31st, my 30th. So I'm moving Robbie Anderson as we speak ahead of them to 29th, just like you had him. That's what I'm going to do. Move Funchess down one, move Garcon down one because I want that potential from Robbie Anderson. Because Funches and uh, Garcon don't really excite me. I don't know about you. No, I mean, uh, maybe on here I should actually put uh, Funches ahead of Garcon. I, I, <laughs> okay, here's my thing. I mean, it, it's a tough one, too, because once you get down this low, you're really trying to pick out um, who's going to succeed in their, you know, in the scenario that they're now in. And I'm looking at Pierre Garcon, and I'm like, hey, you're the number one. You have Garoppolo. Uh, I have seen you do relatively decent in other places. But if you weren't that wide receiver one, I would not be excited about you at all, and I'd probably forget about him in general. Um, and Devin Funches, he actually showed something last year. He he should get a little more respect, but now you have Olsen back, McCaffrey is a beast in the backfield, and you have DJ Moore, and all of a sudden I feel like his targets will get squeezed, and he you know, uh, he won't get the opportunity to kind of build on the momentum he had from last year. And that's why Devin Funches isn't even, it, he isn't higher for me, which 
I, I totally understand people doing that, but um, after you look at the team and the way it's set up, it's kind of set up for him just to be a uh, a wide receiver too, if you will. Yeah, I think I don't see the growth from last year. He might just put up the same numbers. That's might just be where he's stuck at, which is fine. It's decent, but I think they definitely want – there's other guys around there. It's not going to just go to him like it did. And so because of that, I'm not terribly excited. And like, yeah, Pierre Garcon, he was on target for about 130 targets last year. Oh, my gosh. And, was he really? Yeah, he had he played eight games. He had 67 targets. Oh, so, okay. That's why I was like, there's no <laughs> – yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He only played eight. Yeah, but even with those targets, though, he would he had 40 catches for 500 yards. So he was eight, eight, 80 catches, 1,000 yards, z- zero touchdowns he had in those eight games. So even if he put those numbers through, you're 80 for 1,000, but no touchdowns, there's only so far you can go with that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how much the Garoppolo love can can prop all these players up. Yeah, I, I I think at some point you got to come back down to earth, and I think Pierre Garçon is probably the first one where people are like, okay, he's you know he he's a fine wide receiver, but he's nothing special as far as fantasy goes. Yeah, exactly. That's it's yeah. He's he's probably this is where he's probably going to finish around here, but this is probably also his ceiling. You know, he's that. It, I just can't see much more from him. But let's move on. Number thirty-three, who's both of our number thirty-four receivers. It's Emmanuel Sanders. Another guy not terribly excited about. He's getting up there. He's 31 now, just like some of these other guys we talked about. But the is the, the increase going to happen because of Case Keenum? That's kind of what I'm thinking from what I mean. If last year he did nothing, he, he was hurt for part of the year, didn't really do anything when he did play. It's been now four seasons removed from that big, that one big season he had where he had 100 catches and 1,400 yards. Maybe he just can't repeat. He won't repeat that. He just but you think he can get back to a little better than this. Case Keenum should improve him, but I'm not really taking too much of a chance. Yeah, I don't think he'll end up on a whole lot of my teams, but I, I the Case Keenum going over there helps him tremendously because I, I think if they didn't go out and get a QB, um, I, I don't know if Emmanuel Sanders would crack crack the top 40 for me. Like, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of um, um, faith that he is going to be fantasy relevant. Um, but luckily for him, you are starting to hear good things out of camp about Case Keenum being able to throw to uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and you kind of start remembering the good old days when uh, he was he was a very shifty wide receiver that was that could get himself open, and that would be very good um, for to work with Case Keenum in that because obviously you had someone like obviously he's not quite as uh, agile, but you know Diggs, who is kind of the same type of wide receiver when you're talking about route running and getting open. Let's move on to the next guy. Number 34, Robert Woods, my 32nd ranked, your 37th ranked. Oh, he looks man. pretty, yeah, slightly higher. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not in love with this guy. So yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> just, yeah, I get him. He's outside, but I don't know why. I just assumed that you're going to bury Robert yeah. Woods. No, I just, I, I still think the offense is going to be very good. So I, I think the number two in this offense should still be pretty solid. And, I have, I mean, I have Cooks 15 spots higher than him. You have Cooks 24 spots higher than him. Um, consensus puts him at, let's see, puts Robert Woods at 33. So they're similar to where I have him. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a solid player. That's pretty much it. This is a very solid. It's because once we start going below this, there's a lot more question marks. I don't think he's too much of a question mark. I think he's, we kind of know where he's at. I don't think he's going to have, you know, especially with Cooks there, he's not going to really jump up, but he's going to be solid for you. But 
he's no better than a fourth. That's kind of where you stick him. Fourth receiver, you know, fill in some weeks. Nothing special. I don't believe it's – I don't think there's really going to be anything there with Robert Woods other than just being a good, solid receiver. All right, and this is uh, another one. I'm always interested. I might be jumping around here, but where do you have Cooper Cup then? We'll talk about him in a bit. Okay, so he's about to come up. I got gotcha. you. He might end the show. I'll say <laughs> that. He might end the show. All right, so we'll talk. Yeah, we can, we can bring in Woods with that one after we get there. Let's go number 35, who's both of our number 35s. We're a little bit higher than him. Uh, then consensus, and that's Devontae Parker. And we're just slightly still waiting for maybe the holdout. <laughs> maybe there's talent. This is it, though. We're not. This is it. Yeah. Last year, man. If if yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't pull something out, I'm going to you know completely give up on the guy. Uh, you got Tannehill back. Yeah, you're the number one. They're going to need you to perform. Uh, you know, at, at some point, it's you know shit or get off the pot time, and that that's what the year it is for Devontae Parker. Yeah, and you know what they're. There hasn't been good stuff coming out of camp about him right now. It, there really hasn't. And you, I kept thinking, okay, maybe this is the year we're going to hear all these good things about him. And it just, you know, nothing, I mean, nothing there. <laughs> it's, it's not a good sign either when Devontae Parker is their number one, right? And he, I mean, he, he probably not the lowest number one, but he is very, very low. Like, He's one of the lowest number ones on on our list, I believe. Well, this is a quote. This is actually one of the quotes, I think, from the wide receiver. It might be the wide receiver coach, I believe. No. Yeah. Okay. Here's <laughs> This is what they said about Devontae Parker. This is not necessarily encouraging to hear about a fourth-year guy who should be, you know, knowing what he's doing. It says, well, but it said, uh, he's done a, he, said, like I said, in springtime, we're going to go one day at a time with him. We're going to have some bad days in there. We're just looking to keep stacking as many good ones in a row as possible. So, <laughs> Sounds I like mean, a rookie, right? That's what it feels like to me that, yeah, I guess he might be, maybe he's getting better. Maybe he's just says he's trending in the right direction right now. Says, oh, this was it. We've got to keep developing him and get him going. But we're really, really excited about him as well. That sounds like a rookie. That does not sound like a fourth-year veteran wide receiver or whatever he is. Third Was he fourth-year? I don't even know now. Either way, it does not feel <laughs> like he should be. I'm not I'm not encouraged right now, so maybe we have him too high. You know, I don't know. Maybe we're slightly high on him. Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's hard. We're, I mean, I know it's just – and yeah, it'll be his fourth year. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's one of those guys that you, you want him to do well, and if – I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, once again, you're, you're going purely on talent at this point, but you know, when you're, when you're down this low, you, it's not bad to take a risk on a guy that supposedly has a high ceiling and should be the number one wide receiver. Yep. That's, that's why he is here. I just, I wish we had a little bit more better reports coming about him, but he is, he should be the number one there. So hopefully, hopefully it comes together. We'll find out. This is it though for him. If he doesn't come to, he needs to, if he wants that big contract, which he's never going to get otherwise. So he needs to do something here. Number 36, we have Randall Cobb. Actually a tie for 36. We got between, it's between Randall Cobb, your 39th, my 37th and Will Fuller, your 40th ranked player, my 36th ranked player. And okay. For Randall Cobb, it's basically, he should be the number two on an Aaron Rodgers offense. So, and he's been good in the past. We've seen it. He's just been plagued by injuries. If he can stay healthy, this is probably a steal for Randall Cobb, unless Geronimo Allison takes over, which I don't necessarily see that. But Randall Cobb hasn't been able to stay healthy. 
he hasn't played well he played 16 games two years ago the last two years just been just these nagging injuries and never really gets going maybe this is again another of these guys we're just we're holding out hope one more time because we've seen it before from him I don't know how much I trust it uh, you probably don't either that's why he's way down here but it'd be yeah. great to see yeah it would and you know once again you're I think you're correct which whichever one of these guys stays healthy in an Aaron Rodgers offense and if it's Randall Cobb that if he can actually stay healthy he'll be fine he'll be good to have on your team and we're probably undervaluing him a bit um, but injuries do you know play a part and um I don't know. I'm, the more and more I, I start thinking about it, the more and more I get excited about Geronimo Allison more and more. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's a real pathway if, when, when Cobb gets those nagging injuries, which almost seems like a guarantee now, uh, that he'll be able to step in that wide receiver too, much like Devontae Adams did to Randall Cobb. And now, you know, Devontae Adams is number one when Jordy left and not Cobb. So um, it's just the way it's going, and that's why he's probably a little lower on my list than uh, – I don't know, depending on where he's going at ADP. Yeah, and, and right now ADP-wise, well, let's see, he's 36th in the expert consensus. He's going 37th on an ADP, so we're right there. Yeah, you're know, right there. It's kind of where he's going, there, but there is some potential there. If he stays healthy, he's going to have a better year than that. I, I just yeah. I believe that. I just and, don't know if he does. Yeah, and uh, speaking of health, uh, Will Fuller, um, obviously tied with Randall Cobb for our rankings. Um, I, there's no doubt why uh, some people will have a lot of love for this guy. He's a home run threat. He could end up with double-digit touchdowns even if he only had 20 catches. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a lot to love there, especially if Watson stays healthy. Um, he's got the arm, and he, he definitely slings it. So I could see Will Fuller um, being a very big value pick, especially this late. Uh, it's just hard right now with a guy that weighs like a hundred pounds soaking wet that keeps getting hurt. But I do like his potential. Yeah, this is all potential here. I mean, his touchdown rate is kind of unsustainable, but it we don't. It was really just starting to step up, so we don't know how it would have happened with you know if Watson would have not got hurt there either too, and it just didn't work out. It was a crazy touchdown rate though, but still, twenty eight catches in ten games. That's all it was. But, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that is the crazy part, but there's so much potential here. So that's why we're going to just stick him in this spot, draft him as your fourth receiver, see what happens. It, you could get a, it could be a huge, huge boost for you. I, I picked him up. I think I got him in the Scott Fishbowl, actually. So I'm hoping to see that. And there's definitely a chance I just, he's shown all these flashes in the two years. It's just, can he stay healthy? Stay on the field. And that's the next step to finding out in, you know, how good really is Deshaun Watson? We'll find out that too. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. It's just going to be, it's going to be fun to watch though. Yeah. That whole team, that, that offense is going to be just a run and gun and mostly gun. <laughs> so our next guy ranked 38th is another pretty big difference in rankings between us. It's Jordy Nelson. So he's your 46th ranked. He's my 33rd. And I I just think they're I don't know why I'm turning around on this probably because again I'm, I might be maybe I'm getting swayed by John Gruden or something and his his uh, love for Nelson so far I just think there could be something there there could be as a number two this is all hoping that the Raiders offense becomes what we thought the Raiders offense could be last year with you know Carr throwing to Cooper and now Jordy and even Martavis Bryant out there I think Jordy could be pretty solid maybe 
but or he could, <laughs> this is why he's still way down here, even though 33rd is higher than what you have him. It's still built into the fact that was last year just because there was no Aaron Rodgers or was last year because he was 32 years old. That's what we don't know yet. And you won't know that till the game start. That's <laughs> you are though in line. You have him 46. He is ranked 46 currently and can expert consensus. So he's going 40. So I'm, I am a little high on Jordy. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think I'm a little bit low, to be honest. As I'm looking at the guys around him, I'd probably move him up uh, a few spots. I, I think, once again, it, it's tough because I don't think there's going to be any middle ground with Jordy. I think you're either going to have him early and get him, and he's going to pay dividends, or that same situation, and he is going to be – what we fear the most is he can't play with any other quarterback this late in his career, and he's not going to be worth having on your team at all. So I, I don't think there's going to be any middle ground where you're like, oh, I'm glad I have him on my roster. It's going to be like, wow, he really helped me win a bunch of games. Or, man, that was a terrible pick. Like, <laughs> I, I think those are the <laughs> two camps. Pretty much. I think that's, you know, that could actually be the case. So, all right, next guy. Nelson Aguilar, another pretty big difference, which is, which is the, it's what a lot of these are right now. We're getting there. We have a lot of differences here. He's 39th for us. He's 33rd for you, 47th for me. Ooh. I'm a little lower on I, He was okay last year. He got a lot of touchdowns. That's more of it. 62 for 768. Solid. He's not amazing. So, I don't know. That's kind of just, I need to see a little more from Nelson Aguilar, I guess. That's where I'm at. I need to see more. There's some of the other guys I just like a little better. I mean, right? God, maybe I shouldn't say the guys I have ahead of him. <laughs> I was like, I think it's going to be painful to, to hear the guys that you'd... I, I, I know Aguilar is not like a uh, homegrown name by any means, and he finally put a season together last year after disappointing for a few in a row. But he, he finished 22nd overall, and I think, and the reason I have him higher than you do, I'm guessing, um, but I, I do just... I, I believe almost any wide receiver that you plug into that offense could put up those numbers. I think that's how good that Philadelphia's offense is, especially throwing the ball because they spread around so much. So I could easily see him catching another seven touchdowns. And, uh, you know, he, he finally showed a little something, something. So I, I feel like his targets could actually go up just slightly as well. And I, I think that he would be a, a very good player to get at around that level. Yep. And I, I get that. I think maybe I'm slightly low on him. That's maybe, maybe I should jump up a little bit. I'm not going to move him up terribly far yet, but I will admit maybe slightly low. But I think, yeah, I know. think we should meet each other in the middle with the, the yeah. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> the Jordy Nelson, and then Aguilar. <laughs> Probably that's what Jordy I'm thinking. Jordy Nelson so, Aguilar, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, so uh, the final spot here, number forty. We actually have a tie, so we have two guys here to talk about. One is Cooper Cup, who is your thirty-sixth, my forty-fifth. And then the next one's Marquise Goodwin, your 41st, my 40th. So with Cooper Cup, I just, I don't love Cooper Cup as much as everyone else seems to love Cooper Cup. I don't know. I think he's an okay receiver. I just don't see anything special there. I just yeah. don't. Yeah, I think I, he's fine. Yeah, I do too. I think he's fine. Uh, and and that's the weird part is I actually, I do like him better than I like Robert Woods. Yeah. So that's where the, the issue kind of comes and how much of Cooper Cup's value will be taken away by having a far superior wide receiver that can, that can run those routes in and be a possession guy if need be and can be stretch the field. He can do a lot of different things. 
when you you bring that number one in, how is that going to affect Cooper Cup? I really don't know. Um, but I mean, even last year, Cooper Cup exceeded his expectations. He he finished twenty seventh, and he still kind of beat the crap out of Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins. So is that just once again? Is that just because uh, you know they, you had a young quarterback uh, in Goss, and he was he was you know throwing to the guy in the middle of the field that's an easier read. Um, I don't know. So maybe that some of those targets do get taken away from him. Um, but I, I do see value there, but I, I don't, I don't get excited because I don't think his ceiling is particularly high. Yep. And that's where I'm at me because I just don't see the high ceiling for him. I think he's, he's fine. He's gonna be a fine receiver, but that's about it. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit over the hype was a little much on him. I just hear his name too much. I guess he's not ranked terribly outrageous. I just, I'm slightly lower, I guess, than most. And then we got the final guy who's tied with him, Marquise Goodwin, who I'm much more excited about Goodwin, I feel like, than Coop, Cooper Cup. Goodwin, he has the, that big play potential shown with his 17.2 yards per catch last season. That 56 is. catches, 962. That's pretty impressive. That is. And surprisingly, only two touchdowns out of that. I feel like he would have <laughs> had more. I feel like there would have been more from that. Yeah, it's almost impossible to have <laughs> that yards per catch and only two touchdowns. Right. I think if, okay, if Jimmy Garoppolo is for real, this rank is low. That is the, that is where the weird thing with Jimmy Garoppolo comes in because people are ranking him high, but then his position players aren't. If Jimmy Garoppolo is for real, Marquise Goodwin's going to be one of the guys that is the benefit of that. And he's going to be one of the reasons why Jordy or you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is so high. So this could be a really good value here. And I do see some potential. He's going to be a really big play guy. I mean, he's, I kind of like this pick as like my fifth, my fourth, you know, fifth receiver. I kind of like having Goodwin there. Yeah, and he's he's definitely one that um, every time I look at him, I move him up more and more. And it's hard to say with San Francisco and how it's going to shake out, but I think I think Marquise Goodwin is going to be kind of it's not really a sleeper, but he's going to be on my my kind of radar as far as if I can grab him. I think he has huge potential because. He's not going to ever be like the uh, he's not going to be like the true wide receiver one, but I think that's what he's going to end up with that team. I think he's going to have more catches than Pierre Garcon. I think that he's going to be more dynamic. So I, I really do see if San Francisco goes to your point, Craig. I, I think Goodwin is going to be the maybe behind McKinnon, but he's going to be the biggest benefactor of that. Uh, and I really believe that. I don't think I think Pierre Garcon is. And I ranked it that way too, so I know I know I have Pierre Garcon thirty one and, and Goodwin ten spots below him, but uh, Goodwin and him keep moving closer together, and uh, I could I could see I see the writing on the wall, but I'm too afraid to pull the trigger quite yet. That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Yep, I no, I agree with that, but that's why I still if he's my fifth, which he kind of could be at this rank, that's a wonderful number five with some potential there, who I would rather have than a lot of other guys, which. We'll get into the rest of the guys on our next episode. We're going to go beyond now 41, keep going to 60 at least, and probably talk about a few other guys further down the list that we think maybe could make a step up and keep going. Wide receiver, there's a lot of interesting players. You can go forever with a guy who you think you know, could do something. There's so many of them, so we can talk about this all day. And we will be back with that episode next time.